This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. All right, people. Gordon Damer in for Bart Anaheim doing double duty on July 4th. And I can also tell you that after some confusion at the site, they have decided the officials at the uh, hot dog eating contest have uh, decided to hold the contest after all. Looked like it was going to be canceled because of the rain and the lightning. And now, I think it's back. Is it back on now? Are they doing it now? They are doing it now. I heard, and now don't quote me on this. This is just whispers through the, the grapevine. But I like to give you all the information that I have. Joey Chestnut threatened to eat the organizers. And so they said, wait a second. We got, we we're going to cancel it, but now... He's going to eat us. And the guy's got to be starving. He's, he, if you're preparing for 70-something hot dogs and then they say, no, lunch is canceled, you're going to be hangry. Is, is, it's more than just hangry. Nothing's more convincing than cannibalism, you know? Cannibalism is, is you don't go into cannibalism lightly. That, that's, a, that's, a lot, that's passing the Rubicon. You, you don't go back from that. And he was willing to do that, according to the sources that I've heard. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go, uh, let's see here. Uh, Willie is in New Jersey. Willie, go, my man. Hey, how you doing, Gordon? Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, I yeah, got you. Uh, go ahead, Willie. Yeah, um, Thibodeau does not have to be fired um, because, you know, not too many coaches can cook off four courses. What he needs to do is hire himself a coach that knows off. He needs to, you know, just sharpen up his uh, assistant coaches. So once they get into, then you have a championship-level coach. Those championship-level coaches have good assistants. Okay, that, that's my comment. He doesn't need to be fired. He just needs to get an offensive coach. Thank you. Thank All right, Willie. Well, thanks for the phone call. Well, I, I, again, I, I think that the coaching is not so much the issue as just the overall talent. I think, I think the coaching is doing a good job given the talent. And maybe our expectations – Nick fans, I love you. I consider myself among you. I, I, I'm not going to tell you I'm the biggest Nick fan, but I do root for the team. I do pull for the team. I'm happy when they are successful. But you'd have to, if we look in the mirror, you'd have to admit Nick fans, and I brought this up last night, they're not always the best evaluators of their own talent. They have a tendency to overvalue their own guys. And we ran through the list last night. There's always guys that, that Nick fans think are going to be a thing and they don't turn out to be a thing. It was not that long ago. I had Nick fans telling me, no, you wait. When Frank Nielakina gets out of here, he is going to be set free. Onward and upward. I have not seen Frank Nielakina since then. Or very rarely have I seen him. So uh, Nick fans are not always the best evaluators of talent. But I can tell you, maybe it's the success that they've had here two of the three years. That first year. It was shocking that the Knicks were able to do what they were able to do. And I think you have to put some of that on the coaching. And to me, the, the bigger issue with the Knicks is not so much the coaching as it is the overall talent. They need better overall talent. And when they get that better overall talent, maybe, maybe the coach won't be a fit for that. But I have to wait to see what that... I'm not going to change out the coach before then just because uh, it hasn't gone the way Nick fans think. Nick fans think that they should be competing for championships. That, they're not at that stage yet, people. They might be down the road, but not, not just yet. Uh, Spike is in St. Pete. Spike, what's going on? 
Well, first of all, a little housekeeping. Last night's program, now it was Nick-centric. You were, dy- it was, you were just dynamic. It, it, was just, it was one of those ebb and flow programs. Now, you know I'm going to listen to you, Larry, or you individually. It, it was so good, Gordon. You were on a roll. I and we, we got. I do, thank you. Uh, but I also agree with you, the hot dog eating contest. I have to withdraw my application Oof. because this was Yikes. 23rd, 23rd uh, uh, 2023 was going to be my best year, too. White people do that. Well, I guess it's money. So last thing is, after that inspiring conversation, I brought out a point to you last night, which you gave me credit for, about the, um, you know, the transactions uh, with, you know, with the basketball, with, uh, what's his name, uh, Halliburton and, and Sabonis. Very rare. I found one. It was 1960 in baseball. They traded the batting champion, Harvey Keene, for the home run champion, Rocky Colavito. Now, I don't know if that's about on the same level, but that's my point. How often do those things really happen? And, and the next to last thing I want to tell you, Mikel Bridges is available, and, and, uh, and what's his name? Uh, Eric Paschel, and you can have the whole Villanova crew, and for those people that don't like Thibodeau, bring Jay right in. So... Uh, as a buddy of mine said this morning, if you were ever with Gordon in one of those contests where you recognize a voice, because you alluded to the voice on the Obi Toppin issue, what he said you was indistinguishable. He says, what is it, Ed Ogeron and Doc Rivers? They never make it that easy to know who's talking after two words. Am I right? No, no. I, yeah, that, that that audio, and Spike, thanks for the phone call. Um, Grant, uh, I, I will believe that, the, that it's who people are saying it is, but... Whoever was able to decipher that must have been told by whoever originally had that audio that this is who this is on, because you really can't make hide or hair of the... Of the it was not exactly uh, recorded in a studio, I can say that much. It sounded like they were... The microphone was on the moon. It was so far away, and it was very muffled, so... Um, look, the thing with, uh, with Obi, it was not going to work here, and partly that is on Tibbs, but I, I, it's not like... Obi got to the NBA and it turned out he was a different player than what you thought you, you were getting. You knew the package. That's one of the reasons why they, they made that pick was he was, a, he was more of an established, you knew he was more polished. He was a little older. Uh, so that was, that was the wrong pick at the wrong time, clearly. And now we've, we've seen that. So uh, partly that is on the coach not being able to, to take the talent and, and formulate a system around the talent. Yeah, but... The coach also got the, – the coach can go back to, hey, I did get results, and I'm judged on wins and losses. And if you're judging Tom Thibodeau on wins and losses, that's a pretty good case for him to make. If we're going to sports court for the future of, of Tom Thibodeau coaching the Knicks, he's got, some, he's got some evidence that backs him up. he got some evidence that backs him up. Uh, winning with a roster that, especially when he came in the door, not many people thought he was going to win with. That's why a lot of the original criticism, of which I was one of them, thought that that was the wrong hire. Because I looked at that roster, I said, boy, this roster, this is no good. They don't have any talent. They're going to have to tear this down. Why would you get a win-now coach if you're, if you're really building for three years from now? And he came in right away and won more games than he lost and got them to the fourth seed in that year. So, uh, again, not perfect coach, I'll grant you that. But you guys are making it out like he, he's got no, uh, <laughs> no evidence in his, at his disposal. Let's go out to Steve is in the car. Steve, go, my man. Gordon, what's up, man? So, I, uh, All right, so here's the deal, right? I have the perfect coach for all the Knicks fans listening, right? If I told you, Gordon, hey, I'll bring in a, a coach that 
can get us top 10 in offense and defense, a coach who's developed players, because we have a lot of young guys, coach that has developed players like Kobe Bryant, Derek Rose, has had uh, Jimmy Butler, has had given players career all NBA years, like Julius Randle, they developed had an all-year, all-career, high-career year, Jalen Brunson under his coaching. Like, we got a phenomenal coach. I think you, you hit it spot on, Gordon. We don't have the superstar, right? But I think we have a phenomenal coach. I think, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's exceeded expectations this past year. He's exceeded expectations two years ago. I think all of us as Knicks fans just need to pump the brakes. We all realize that we weren't expecting to get to the second round of the playoffs in two games from the Eastern Conference Finals this past year. I think if we just give them a little bit of patience, we'll continue to have stability in, for the New York Knicks, uh, which, you know, let's be honest, that's been one of the, the, the negatives of the New York Knicks over the past 20 years. And also, <laughs> what are we going to do, fire Tibbs and then fire Jalen Brunson's dad? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> his dad is on the coaching staff. So you're going to fire the coach who then is going to make his Jalen Brunson's dad unemployed. Like, come on, guys. Like, pump the brakes, take a deep breath, go get a beer, and enjoy your 4th of July. We need to, like, be serious with each other here. Yeah. Uh, and, Steve, thanks for the phone call. Uh, and think about, before Tibbs got here, people would criticize the moves that the, that the Knicks made. Ah, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They're a laughing stock. They're a punchline. You fire the coach that won you 47 games and gets you to the second round of the playoffs for the first time in a decade, all those people would be lining up and those people would be right. There are times to make moves. And again, the, the appeal, it, it seems clear now. Leon Rose wants to put something in place, wants to have a level of production, wants to have a safe floor where the team does not fall apart, where the team is not winning 20 games because he knows if it gets that, we've seen other people running the Knicks. If you don't have some level of success, the calls are going to come, and they'll, they'll be right. You, you can't go 20 wins every single year and expect to keep your job. So Leon Rose wanted to have somebody put in place that could get you some level of production. And I think that he's Tom Thibodeau's more than exceeded what the expectation was. It would be one thing if he was simply a 500 kind of coach, which, again, coming in the door, that was a step up from where the Knicks were. That was that was a that was uh, moving forward and taking the organization in a better place than what it was. But he's done better than that. Again, at some point, that might not be what you're looking for. But for right now, before you make that big move for the big free agent, the big superstar, this is about as good as you can ask for. And and Tom Thibodeau has done the job well enough that Nick fans need to relax. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. More of your Nick calls coming up. Gordon Damer in for Barton Hahn, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Let's dive into the pool of insanity. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, people. Listen up, baseball fans. ESPN New York is giving you the chance to score an amazing road trip and travel with the home team when New York visits Boston. You and a guest could catch a game, enjoy round-trip train tickets, two-night hotel accommodations, and 200 bucks in spending money for official rules. And to enter, visit uh, the ESPN New York app. Click on Travel with the Home Team. It's all brought to you by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Uh, 1-800-919-ESPN is our telephone number. 
And uh, we've been talking a lot about the Knicks in the course of the, the show today. And I should also tell you that this portion of the show is brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it is Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey tonight during the action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Now, the guys in the studio, they are on the uh, hot dog eating contest uh, assignment. They are checking it out. You, you guys say that it is now underway. They have begun the competition. We're rolling, and uh, it's eight and a half minutes to go, and Joey Chestnut, of course, is in the lead. He's got 16 already down. Nice. Good for him. Now, I do. Uh, I have a, a running streak of not witnessing the uh, contest. I thought that this was going to be the highlight year where it was completely canceled altogether, but they rallied the troops somehow. And again, I heard that Joey Chestnut threatened to eat the organizers, so that might have gotten them to, to reconsider things. But uh, they are underway, so Joey Chestnut's day is not ruined despite the rain and the, the weather out at the Nathan's Hot Dog. Is it still Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest? I like the belt. They have a nice uh, championship belt that they hand out. That's a, that's, a, that's a nice touch. It is Everything Nathan's. else about it is repulsive to me. Nathan's is the best, by the way, the best hot dog brand. Are there really other hot dog brands? I don't know any off the top of my head. This, who who are the this, other guys? Is this Sorbrett, something like that? See, you don't even know. Even you can't tell. I mean, even I, you can't say. I was just Sorbrett's, I, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Vaguely, but I don't know. I can't say that I – all hot dogs are good. They're all delicious. You're telling no. me that if they threw a Sabretz in there that uh, Joey would not be able to tell – that he would be able to tell the difference? I don't think so. I would think you don't even taste them. They're going down so fast. It's like speed reading. Do you eat, can you really appreciate the book if you're speed reading through it? I don't think so. Let's go back to the phone, shall we? 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone. Is that you telling me to go back to the phones in your little way? Harvey likes to hold a little show that on his own that, that I'm not necessarily privy to. Let's go back to the phone. Sean is in Puerto Rico. He's been holding a very long time. Sean, go, my man. Gordon, happy 4th of July. Big fan of yours. Thanks, Sean. Ah, you're the one. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Gordon, just a hypothetical. I mean, I don't like the, the hardened conversations, but if they are able to get him, and still keep Barrett, Brunson, and Randall. Do you think that may help them if he accepts a lesser role? Take a swing at a bigger free agent, and I'll wait for your answer. Thank you. Sean, thanks for the phone call. Uh, absolutely not. A hundred percent no. Now, I don't generally like to say a hundred percent no on deals, but the, the, the way, some of the names that are being thrown out there, terrible contracts, constantly hurt. If the Knicks have bought themselves some time, to go out and get a superstar, and that superstar is James Harden, well, then it's all been for naught. That would be like uh, when you watched the Game of Thrones and you kept waiting for, oh, this is, really, this is really good. I like this. I'm on board. And then you got to that final season, which was a catastrophe that was so bad it ruined the show, you can't even go back and rewatch it. That would be the equivalent of going out and getting James Harden. If, you've, if you spent all this time acquiring assets, putting things in place to be able to go get the superstar. And then that superstar is James Harden. We talk about finding the right guy. Forget about who the coach is. If you make that move, you might get the coach to quit. If you were to draw up the list of qualities that would be non-Tibbs kind of guys, aging, overpaid, questionable effort, horrendously bad playoff performances, Let's just line them all up. No, no, it cannot. They cannot make that move. That would be a catastrophe. That's that's the old Knicks. 
the old Knicks go get the aging superstar and pay him way too much money. That's, that's not the way they can go here. Art is in the Bronx. Art, go, my man. Hey, what's up, Gordy? All right, what's going on, pal? Hey, it's all good, man. I want to win on the Knicks uh, and this Obi Toppin thing. I don't like the trade because I fear that Obi Toppin is going to become a star in Cleveland. Okay. And you see the Knicks draft players and trade away players and help other teams win championships and become stars. In other places, but who? Long list. Let, who? Who were these people that the Knicks drafted that became stars other places? I'd I have to look it up and think about it for a minute. But uh, let me put it this way: okay. the, the Knicks, for the last half century, you go back to the championship year of 1973. They have been lousy at developing players because they've gone to the superstar route too much. And I'll tie that to Thibodeau by saying, "You said that Thibodeau has a good record. Okay, yeah. so." Why why is he coaching his third NBA team? Okay, he only he can only take Chicago so far with an MVP. He can only take the Timberwolves so far. And I think he can only take the Knicks so far because he has to have established players and I I don't think he's I don't think him and the Knicks organization are good. They're just not very good at developing players. I mean RJ Barrett is the first guy that they drafted that they signed into a second contract since Charlie Ward, correct? Yep. No, that's that is true. Uh, but that's not on, that's not on Tibbs. I mean, the, all those a lot no, of those guys took Tibbs, place before I'm, Tibbs I'm got here. The history, but the Knicks' history since 1973, when they had their championship team, uh-huh. it was because of players they drafted, yeah, and players they developed, and then they traded for the player who could get them over the top. In 1970, that player was Dave DeBusher. In 1973, those players, when they added Earl Monroe in 1971. And then they traded Cassie Russell to get Jerry Lucas. That put them over the top. And that's how this should be done. I just let, – let's see what happens. I say – I give this this season. Let's see if he gets them further and if they improve and get better. Well, All right, th- right. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that if there is improvement, it's 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 not going to be leaps and bounds. I don't think that you're talking about a team that, that goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think that they've made that level of improvement. They're certainly not an NBA Finals contender either. I think you're, you're roughly – the ceiling of expectations for the Knicks are, are roughly the same as they were this past year. Maybe they – Maybe they can be a little bit more competitive in a second-round playoff series. Maybe they can win a second-round playoff series. Uh, they, they're they looking for the improvement to come from within. Uh, the only uh, addition that they've made is, is Dante DiVincenzo. And, and while they need outside shooting, uh, I don't know that that's a, a move that's going to make you better by leaps and bounds. But rather than the – to me, the Knicks issue is not so much developing the talent. They've just done a terrible job of drafting. And, and that – while the, the, the track record, especially with the Obi Toppin move, is not great even of this current regime, it's a whole lot better than, than before they got here. I mean, R.J. Barrett, while I'm not going to say it's a home run, at least it's a solid pick. It's a solid player. A lot of times the Knicks have, have swung and missed. Kevin Knox, Neil Aquina. Um, what was the – I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Um Damian Dotson, uh, you go back even before that, Amon Shumpert or, or uh, second-round picks where they, they were never able to, to, to land. And, and there were always guys in the ballpark where they could have picked. And that's why the, the Obi Toppin one is so frustrating because it seemed like Halliburton was the perfect spot for the Knicks to draft the point guard. 
So to me, it's not so much the developing of the talent, it's just picking the wrong guys and not getting anything out of them. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Buddha is in the Bronx. Buddha, what's going on, pal? Hey, Gordon, what's going on, my fellow provocateur? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> you know, I love you, man. Listen, I don't know how to discuss this. The discussion shifted from, you know, Tibbs needed to approve on certain things to him being fired this year. Now, I never supported that. But, you know I, but you, have you heard the calls the last two nights? They think that Tibbs is not just flawed. He is what's holding the Knicks back. So if you're holding the team back, I mean, the, the next conversation is you have to get rid of the coach. All right, let me ask you a quick question before I, the two points I have on the Knicks. And okay. I always love to talk about the Knicks because they're not my team, so I don't have the emotion involved. But the guy called you a minute ago, and I, I haven't been listening to the radio that much today. Did Obi Toppin get traded from Indiana to Cleveland? No. Why? Did, say, did somebody say that? Yeah, the last guy called. He said he's going to be a star in Cleveland. Oh, I, 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 I must have said that. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's a bad one on me. No, 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 no. I just wanted to make sure that no, he did not so get, he traded get traded again. again. You know I no, no, no. You know, if you don't listen, if you don't listen to radio or watch the TV for every 30 minutes, you know, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> but look, the thing is, with, with, with Tibbs, though, look, the rational fan that I know, they're pissed off with him. And listen, the people in New York City liked Obi Toppin, my wife included. They liked him. They wanted to see what he could be. He didn't get the player time. That rubbed them the wrong way. But they don't want Tibbs fired. But they, what they are saying is, like the gentleman that called you little, I, I said that to Pat. I said, look, he's going to need an offensive guy. Somebody's got to have to come in there and be more creative. The defense is good. The offense is archaic. But what they really are looking at and this is why it's not about firing him now. Same thing like I said with you and Julius Randle the other day. It's a stubbornness. Now, when you're stubborn, you can have an opportunity to grow. I mean, it's very difficult for a person who's stubborn, but you can't change a couple of things you're doing. But the Knicks fans are looking. Look, you see what's going on in Miami. They're getting rid of everybody. So, you know, they're getting rid of everybody. So they can clear out, you know, and bring a third team in and get Dame Dollar. Now, you're going to have him there, right? You're going to have Giannis. He's going to be there for at least the next two years with, with the status quo that he's had there. Then Philadelphia, as dysfunctional as my team is, we still have uh, you know, a transcendent player who, uh, even if the Knicks play them, I don't care how good they play, they're not going to win that series either. And then Boston, you know, eventually they're going to get it right. You know, Missoula's going to grow up and become a, 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 a respectable coach. So they're looking down the line and they're like, look, it's nice we win in 40-something games and we're respectable, but later on to take the next leap, the, the, the free agent player is not coming here. He's not. I, I don't know how long that, that you're going to wait for that. He's not coming here. So look down the line of all of the drafts and the teams. A lot of the all-star players, a lot of the best players in this league right now were not drafted in the top seven. The Knicks are going to have to draft a guy, and the coach is going to have to develop him, going against the grain of what he, his comfortability is. And that's why I think a lot of Knicks fans are frustrated with it. Not following him now, but in a couple of years, it's going to have to happen. 
Well, look, Buddha, and, and I actually, uh, you know, we disagree a lot on things, but I think in terms of Tibbs, we're not actually as far off as it might seem because I agree, and thanks for the phone call, that at some point, yeah, Tibbs might not be the guy that takes you home uh, if the Knicks are ever going to get home, <laughs> if they even know where home is. But, uh, but in the meantime, if the Knicks are drafting high enough to get a player that they're going to develop top 15, well, that's a bad sign for Tibbs. If, they, if they're outside of the playoffs again, they might decide that's the time to, to make that move sooner rather than later. Uh, to me, what Leon Rose has done is I don't think that if the Knicks do ever land that superstar, it's going to come as a free agent. I think it's going to come probably through a trade, and that's why you have all these assets. So all these draft, I think what they have uh, 11 first-round picks in the next seven years. That's, they're not going to use all those picks. They're hoping to be able to put those picks together and all the protections that they have to go get that superstar. Um, but uh, the, the idea that Nick fans aren't saying to, to fire, to, uh, they are. They think that he is holding them back. That's why I posed the question at the start. Who is this guy? Who is this mystery man, this mystery coach that you see out there that's going to take this Knicks roster and, and get you far better results than the Knicks have gotten under Tom Thibodeau. I, I don't think that, uh, that that guy exists. Because great coaches don't become available. Now, Miami all of a sudden fires Eric Spolstra? Okay, fine. Or, or uh, I don't think that his age, that, that Greg Popovich is looking for another opportunity. But if, if Popovich all of a sudden became available and was 10 years younger and is looking for another job, okay, fine. You're telling me there's a great coach out there that you can swap out Tibbs with, and it's a it's a big upgrade at coaching, I'll be on board. But that guy doesn't exist, and that guy's not available. So I don't know why Nick fans are allowing the, the coach who is giving you results, who is producing, is such a hang-up for him. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Coming up, more of your phone calls. We'll do a little quick round of what I learned this week on TikTok with the guys as well. Lots to do as we take you up until 3. 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's impossible. I'm just getting warmed up. Full of hijinks. And look, I'm not your friend, so I'm not your friend. I'm your enemy. And educational. You sound like you're a moron. It's what I learned on TikTok, starring Gordon Damer. Holy moly. Did my ears betray me? Was that a, a produced open for what I learned on TikTok? Oh, I, I, make sure the life insurance is paid up. The earth is coming to an end. Sensational, John. Now, who put that together? Was that you, Harvey? Uh, that was me and our, and our ESPN The Voice guy. Putting oh, together. wonderful job. I'm 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 so stunned I can't speak. You said something last week, and I took. Notice. I did say something last week, but I say a lot of things in the course of the week, and nothing ever happens. It's very true. All right, well here we go. It's time uh, we'll get a quick little round in, and this one will actually be what did I remember from TikTok? I didn't learn anything. We usually do it on Saturday. I'm I'm working on one for this Saturday. But I've gone back into my Google Docs and uh, pulled up some old ones to see whether or not uh, Harvey and Joe remember what they previously learned on TikTok. How it works, if you have not heard it before, now with it open, it's really going to, the reach is going to be expanded. I spend, as a 52-year-old man, way too much time on that TikTok app because I learned so much interesting but completely useless information. So I use this segment 
as a way of sharing that, but also sticking it to the people who work on the show sometimes with what they didn't learn on TikTok. So I'll give them four pieces of information, one of which is completely true, three of which I've made up. It's kind of like a factor cap. They have to pick out what's the real piece of information that's true and avoid the uh, the landmines of the, the fake things that I've made up. So who's batting leadoff today? Is it going to be Harvey? Is it going to be Joe? Since Harvey's played most recently, I'll go first. All right. Now, I want to make sure I don't give you one that you've already had previously. I didn't want to put in the uh, hard work on a holiday to come up with some new facts, so I just pulled one up from the Google Docs, as I mentioned. All right, here we go, Joe. Number one, in the movie Mean Girls, Amy Poehler played Rachel McAdams' mom, even though she was only 16 months older. Number two, Billie Eilish has an Instagram account where she rates onion rings from around the world. Number three, Jennifer Lopez was the inspiration for Google Images. Or number four, all the clocks, all 69 clocks in the movie King of Staten Island are set to the time 420. So again, to recap, movie Mean Girls, a lot of movie ones here. Star-studded uh, list of what I learned on TikTok. In the movie Mean Girls, Amy Poehler played Rachel McAdams' mom, even though she's only 16 months older. Number two, Billie Eilish has an Instagram account where she only rates onion rings from around the world. Number three, Jennifer Lopez was the inspiration for Google Images. Or number four, all 69 clocks in the movie King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson are set to the time 420. Just because it's the most outrageous, I'm going to go with uh, with pop star Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Locking that one in. You're locking that one in. Yep. Now, do you rem- you don't remember these ones from previously? I guess you did not play this round. I did not. No. Okay. Not, the, these were not given to me the last time. All I right. Played. Here we go. You should be checking this on the podcast. But all right. Never mind. Uh, locked in for Billie Eilish. No, that's incorrect. That, uh, I actually stole that one. Lord, the, the singer Lord, the one that sings the Royal song. She actually has an Instagram account where she rates onion rings from around the world. Not Billie Eilish, though. That is incorrect. So now you're down to three. Uh, Mean Girls, Amy Poehler played uh, Rachel McAdams' mom, even though she's only a year and a half older. Jennifer Lopez, the inspiration for Google Images, or the uh, clocks in the movie King of Staten Island. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with J-Lo. J-Lo. Number two for J-Lo. J-Lo. Lock that one. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, that dress that she had, that green dress with the plunging neckline which was way past her neck. I can tell you that much for sure. I remember that much. Yeah, that was the uh, the inspiration for uh, Google Images. So thanks to J-Lo, you can now search up your images on the uh, the old Google. All right, Harvey, are you ready for uh, number two here, buddy? Raise as I ever be. Now, you've played a lot. So I, I have stink, to try, man. I, I, I try. You, you do. You're terrible at this game. I think in the running of it, we've done it. We had to have done it over a year and a half now. Jacob, I think, still has the worst... Over under, but you're not far off. It's not like Secretariat at the uh, Belmont Stakes. I can no, tell I you like that. This game. All right, here we go. Number one. In 2007, a New York City barber was convicted of selling clients' hair to a mob boss so that it could be spread around crime scenes to throw off authorities' DNA searches. Number two, Nicolas Cage owns the rights to Charlie Chaplin's estate and plans to star in a movie about his life, even though Cage is 60 years old and Chaplin died at 64. 
Number three, while starring on Murder, she wrote, Angela Lansbury actually did help authorities solve a murder. Or number four, you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from two miles away. So to recap, 2007 New York City barber convicted of selling clients' hair to a mob boss so he could be spread around crime scenes to throw off authorities' DNA searches. Nicholas Cage owns the right to Charlie Chaplin, plans to star in a movie about his life, even though Cage is already 60 and Chaplin died at 64. Number three, starring, while starring on Murder, She Wrote, Angela Lansbury actually did help authorities solve one murder. And number four, you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from two miles away. Man, talk about... Um... Now, you don't remember. I didn't give you this one previously. I don't recall any of these. All right, good. That's good. Gosh. You a, you a mustard on a hot dog guy, Harvey? Yes. I feel like you're a ketchup guy. Yes, mustard, uh, ketchup, and that. You, if you want to put some onions, some sour cream on it. Okay. I've done, chili, I've done my own chili dogs as well. I make my okay. own chili sometimes. All right. So. All right, let's get back to the game here. I just want oh, to great. throw you off maybe a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with the... Ooh. You know, I'm going to go with that Charlie Chaplin one. That one's a bit too wordy. Okay. So I like I like the fact that you, you're very descriptive with it. So I'll go with All that. All right. We'll lock that one in. Nicholas Cage. He is a wackadoo. There it is. There's the sound effect I'm always waiting for. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Nicholas Cage does not own the rights to Charlie Chaplin. And I think Chaplin actually died at like 85, not 64. All right. So we're down to three now. New York City barber in 2007 sold client's hair to a mob boss to spread around crime scenes. Angela Lansbury actually helped authorities solve one murder, or a blue whale's heartbeat can be heard from two miles away. Oh, Barbers and mafia, it's, it's a bit too rich. It's uh-huh. been in movies at times. Okay. I'm going to go with that Angela Lansbury fellow. Fellow? She's a lady, Angela. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. You don't know who Angela Lansbury is? No, but do people okay. not? Um, I thought fellow was like a unisex word. Fellow? No, fellow is a man. Okay. If you say so, I didn't know, I didn't know you had the, the rules on, on this on Yes, this word. Uh, the, the, I, I don't make the rules. The, the rules are just the rules. Uh, locked in? Yes, locked in. No, that's also incorrect. That uh, was made up. She didn't. Uh, she was very busy with scripts and I don't like this moves. game. So now you're down to the New York City barber or a blue whale. Okay, I've never been out in the sea, so I'm going to pretend... Uh, no. Give me the barber. You want the barber? Give me the barber. Locked in? I do need a haircut, too. That would be sensational if that was true, but no, there's no... I don't think you can get DNA from hair, cut hair. I think it has to be from the actual follicle of the hair. It has to be, like, pulled out. So cut hair wouldn't wouldn't help anybody. No, a blue whale's heart. You can hear it from uh, two miles away. Why are you thrilled? (laughs) Why would you think I would be thrilled? Gordon wins again. Uh, well, look, I, I do, I, I do like it. Now, do we have Ty Butler in the studio? I know he's coming up at uh, three o'clock. Now I got fourteen more minutes to kill here, so uh, if he's there, uh, I'll give him a, a crack at. I feel like Ty, he can't be trusted with some of these things. I don't know. He is in studio. Say hi to him. 
Ty, how are you there, pal? Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, what? Gonna, what? Hold on. I was gonna say happy fourth, but what does that mean? He can't be trusted with well, these things. Well, you went on, you went on one of the days you were filling in, and we had a nice little private conversation on text messages. And then you're you're, stout, you're, you're spouting that all oh, Gordon says no to Joel Embiid. I, I laid out the case. He's not going to be available. No, He's not I'm, coming to the Knicks. But I I made the case for you. I, I said I gave I the I reasons. I don't as I don't want why. you making my cases. I don't trust you making my cases. <laughs> you are not going to be my lawyer friend i'll just tell you that right I, now I, i'll, I'll be i'll be they, they'll be i'll be up for a crime and i'll get more time as a result of you defending me listen i'll plant uh i'll, I'll go to a barbershop and plant hair all around the city so, all so right now you might have heard these ones these again i did not do the research necessary we're just trying to it's a holiday so uh, it's also a holiday for what i learned on tiktok so you might have heard these before but you might avoid we're the, doing the a segment rerun, like the play a rerun episode yes a rerun episode to see if people held on to the information that they had uh Previously. All right, here we go uh, for Ty Butler. Number one, Kim Jong il was one of the fund, uh, helped fund the dinosaur exhibit at the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History. Kim Jong il helped fund the dinosaur exhibit at the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History. Number two, only three men have ever played in Major League Baseball with the first name Oren, O R E N, Oren, and all three died in the same way. Number three, there's a small town in Ecuador that names its babies after who is number one on the U.S. billboard charts the day that they are born. (laughs) Or number four, clowns can copyright their face makeup by painting it on an egg, sending it to France. This way, another clown cannot copy their look. Wow. So again, recapping, Kim Jong-il helped fund the dinosaur exhibit at the Smithsonian. Number two, only three men in Major League Baseball were ever named Orin, and they all died in the exact same way. Number three, a small town in Ecuador names its babies after who is number one on the U.S. billboard charts the day they're born. Or number four, clowns copyright their face makeup by painting it on an egg, sending it to France so another clown cannot copy their look. I've got to eliminate the first one because you stuttered and typically... You I, I'm just not very good at reading. That's no, I don't know that that should be a clue on anything, but you do what you got to. You have your own process. I... I... Let's go with the clown copyright. Clown copyright. See, I told you he couldn't be trusted. Yes, that's correct. Get out of here, Ty Butler. He's coming up at 3 o'clock. He's heard that before. He knows that. Outrageous. Outrageous. So that, my friends, is what I learned at some point in the course of the year on TikTok. And now, because we replayed the segment, you have learned it too. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. Recapping, and we'll wrap up the show, hand it off to Ty at the top of the hour. Oh, so much to do. It's Gordon Damer in for Barton Hahn, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. If you need a pancake that looks like an elephant, I'm your guy. I'm going to go with that Angela Lansbury fellow. Fellow? She's a lady. Angela. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Happy July 4th. If I've not already mentioned it. Happy Independence Day. And, of course, the goal for today, have a fun time, but have a safe time. There was a very popular tweet that went viral the other day about there's somebody out there who is, this is their last week with all ten fingers. You don't want to be that person. So make sure make sure you end the day with the same amount of fingers and toes that you started the day with. That should be the goal for everyone. Now, I do have a couple of pieces of information. Ty Butler coming up top of the hour. Uh, I just saw that the Angels have announced that Mike Trout is going on the IL. He has a left hammock bone fracture. So I don't know if that's season ending, but obviously that's more than a a one-week, two-week kind of thing. So he's going to be gone for a very long time. So how does that impact 
the Angels, you'd have to think now if they weren't already going to be looking for deals for Otani before the deadline, the chances of them hanging in the race that they're not even in right, they're in the race, but how long can they even be a couple of games back in the wild card without Mike Trout? That might really change things up. And do you, do you force a trade now? If you know that Otani's not coming back after this season, if you're the Angels, Got to get on the horn and, and, and start uh, walk, uh, talking to teams about where you could pot and what you could possibly get for. You'd have to think right now the overwhelming favorite for American League MVP this year. That is a devastating blow for the Angels. The one time that they're at July 4th and still kind of in the race, devastating. I also heard that promo there that this is the most talked about jet season in a long time. We spend plenty of time talking about the Jets during the season, but it's just not good conversation. You should really want the least talked about Jet season in a while because that will be a sign that everything's going well. We talk about the Jets a ton during the year, but it's generally what the hell's going on? Who, what they do with this guy? What are they going to do in the draft? Now, Harvey and Joe, do you have big plans for today, 4th of July? No, just going home after Ty's show and uh, relaxing. I'm actually... Heading on vacation tomorrow, so nice. Look at you go guys. On vacation, Everybody's on last vacation. Minute, last minute packing and uh, and just hang out, watch some fireworks, maybe. All right, well, uh, guys, enjoy your Fourth of July again. End the day with the same amount of uh, fingers and toes as that you started the day. That's the goal for everybody. Everybody out there, have a fun, have a safe holiday, and we will be back tomorrow night. I'm in for Dan Grassa again tomorrow, seven to ten. But Ty Butler is coming up. We will see you then. Go Yankees. Gordon Damer out. 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. Nothing's more convincing than cannibalism, you know.